Hello, brother and sister in Christ. Thank you so much for your listenership today. I'm proud to welcome you to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast here from the offices of Bible Tracks, Inc. It's such a privilege to join you on this Tuesday. Thank you so much for your investment of time. I'm excited to jump back into discipleship study number 14. We're talking about the armor of God. Before we do that, though, I'd like to give an illustration that God brought to my mind not long ago. I was standing in the pulpit and about to speak to a church that had never met me before. I had never met them before. I was giving an update on Bible Tracks Incorporated. This church had been long-time supporters, both financially and also prayerfully, of our ministry, and so very thankful for them. I had just finished telling them that their church alone, the giving that they had done over the last decades, literally decades they've been supporting our ministry, had allowed us to print over a million gospel tracts to God be the glory, great things he hath done. But as I concluded telling them that, the Lord brought this phrase to mind, I've often thought, and it just seemed to fit at this moment as I stood behind the pulpit, and I'll relay it to you now, I've thought that the position that I'm in as director, executive director of Bible Tracks, Inc., I've thought this, that God has put me in a position to some degree of being a spiritual ammunition manufacturer. Now, what do I mean by that? Of course, there are multiple, multiple different companies across, especially America, but really across the world that make bullets, make shells, make these instruments that you could consider them instruments of death. That is what I guess they are made for. Of course, there's training, there's work that goes into our, our military and the and just the, the practice and all of those things. But ultimately, that projectile, made to go into a firearm, and I, please understand, I don't mean to get into any sort of debate on firearms by any stretch of the imagination. This is just an illustration, but I think of myself as a spiritual ammunition manufacturer. Now, here's what I mean by that. In our warehouse out there, not but, let's see, maybe 40, 50 paces from the back door of our location here on South Main Street in Bloomington, Illinois, there are little pieces of paper called gospel tracks. And just as a bullet, a piece of ammunition, when put in the proper weapon for which it was created and the trigger is pulled and that projectile, whether accidentally or on purpose, heads toward an unsuspecting or an unwilling participant in a conflict. And when that bullet strikes, it makes a deadly change in their life. Those gospel tracks out on those shelves, stacked in boxes, the exact inverse of a physical bullet or piece of ammunition, those were created, those gospel tracks were prayed over, printed and created and will be Lord willing distributed to impact a lost person's life for a positive. In reality, the greatest positive of all time. I'm talking about the gospel. I'm talking about the salvation that Jesus Christ offers freely. I'm proud to be a spiritual ammunition manufacturer. 
Nothing that we create here at Bible Tracks Incorporated has the potential to end a person's life. But what we have the opportunity to be a part of here has the potential to awaken new life in a lost person. Now, here's where I take that illustration, and I believe it dovetails with this idea of the armor of God that we're talking about in our discipleship study that we'll get to in just a moment. And while you're listening, turn to the book of Matthew, chapter number 26, Matthew chapter 26. But here's the thought that I had. My good friend, Shahed Kalim, he is our Pakistani contact. He lives in Pakistan. He works many times in Taliban-heavy areas. He has seen firsthand some of the activities, and, and he'll use the word, the terroristic activities that can take place in a country such as that. He's crossed the border over into Afghanistan to distribute gospel tracts. In that part of the world, there is a steady, and you could say growing market for firearms and for ammunition. Now, that seems like a non sequitur, right? That's an obvious thing. In countries like, historically, Somalia, in that region of the world where there is so much unrest and upheaval and things and uh, coup attempts and things of that nature in Madagascar, it is not an unusual thing to see people clutching or holding maybe an AK-47, clutching a firearm. Why, though? I'm going somewhere with this. Stick with me for just a moment. Because there is a war going on. Because there is a need to defend oneself from the circumstances that are going on. Here's the point. Here's where I'm going with this extended illustration and comparing our gospel tracts to ammunition. Here's where I'm going. Friend, Christian friend, you and I are in a battle. You may not know it. You may not understand it. You may not even believe it. But friend, the God of all eternity, as our commander in chief tells us that you and I are in a battle, not necessarily even one of our own making. It's the ancient battle between light and dark, between the devil, between Satan himself and God, Jehovah God almighty. We uh, somehow seem to be stuck in the middle of this whole thing. And down through the ages, this battle has grown. It's become more deadly and more impactful and people's lives have been destroyed. And yet, friend, the enlistment call has gone out and friend, you as a Christian warrior, though you may not consider yourself to be one, you are on the front lines. And here's the point. Here's where I'm going with this entire thing. You are a Christian soldier. Where, my friend, is your weapon? Where? is your ammunition. And that's where Bible Tracks Incorporated enters the picture. I hope, I hope you have a good Bible in your hands right now. I hope it's turned to Matthew 26. I'll join you there in just a second. But I also hope, wherever you happen to be listening, I hope you have some gospel tracks with you. The type of people that give out gospel tracks. What type of people take the time to give out gospel tracks? the type of people that carry gospel tracts with them. So let me ask you this, friend. Do you have some? Do you have some ammunition? Or are you charging into a battlefield you're not even aware of, completely bereft of anything to assault the enemy positions, the strongholds of the devil with? If a lost person came to you right now and said, what must I do to be saved? Do you have enough verses memorized and stocked up in your memory bank? 
I'm not anticipating or expecting you to. I hope you do. I, I would challenge you to maybe learn some of those verses, but you know a great tool that you can have that will help you in a pinch? A gospel track. Consider. Go to our website right now. Order some. BibleTracksInc.org. I'd like to talk about discipleship study number 14, the armor of God. I'd like to talk about our battles, the battles that you and I must face. Look at Matthew chapter number 26 and verse number 41. Jesus says, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Here's a battle. We must be on watch constantly. I don't know about you, but I I don't have, as far as I know, I don't have ADHD. I don't have ADD, but I do suffer at times from a lack of discipline. I do a very good job of not paying attention to that which is most important. Maybe it's an issue of, I don't know, priorities. Maybe it's an issue simply of laziness. I just... I get focused on the things that don't really matter. Can you agree with me that maybe you do that sometimes too? Don't leave me stranded all here all by myself. Do you do that sometimes as well? I hope not, but maybe you do. But we must be on watch constantly. Jesus admonished the disciples here, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. There are special seasons for the Christian, for the warrior, that we must watch, that we must be very careful. There are times like the summertime when we get out of the normal day-to-day grind of the other nine or eight months of the school year. Times like the holidays when everything goes topsy-turvy and we're put in situations we would not normally be in. Times of sickness, times of success are when most Christians become vulnerable to attack. When we're out of schedule, maybe not feeling well, we tend to let our guard down. And a good soldier recognizes these times of, here's the Bible word, temptation, and stands even more firm and takes a stance of discipline. When success comes, it's very easy for pride to defeat us. How do you deal with a change in schedule? How do you deal with success? How do you deal with the good days? How do you deal with the bad days? I would advise you to consider looking at Jesus as our example. Jesus' life was not a life of comfort and ease. He had many spiritual battles as well. You can read Matthew chapter number 4 about the devil's temptations of Jesus. But later on, the people, not just the devil, but the people tried to make Jesus king. And he had to avoid. Think about that for just a moment. Think about how easily it would become to become puffed up with pride and say, these people want me as king? Well, okay, I guess I'll go with the flow. But he did not. 1 Corinthians 15, 57, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember this, Christian friend, attack can come unexpectedly. Remember, as Pearl Harbor that massive attack and the loss of life, as that attack surprised America. People weren't expecting that. It came as a shock to the system there in World War II. In the same way, spiritual warfare often surprises Christians. 
you should be armed before the attacks come. Now, if we're going to finish this discipleship study, we're going to have to run through it quickly tomorrow. But let me give you three more things right now. We need to get our armor from God. Look at Isaiah 54, 17. Next, there is no armor given in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 for the back. What that means is we should not be showing our back to the enemy. Charge forward. Lastly, this. The armor is useless unless you put it on. Ephesians 6, verse number 11 says, Put on the whole armor of God. Don't leave anything out. So, I challenged you yesterday to read Ephesians 6, 11-17. Did you do it? If you didn't, maybe even if you did, read it again tonight. Before you go to sleep, read Ephesians 6, 11-17. Join me tomorrow as we conclude this study. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.